It's a volcano of honesty. Don't get in the way. Run your ass over. A volcano of honesty. I love it. <laughs> Tectonic plates of transfer activity shifting below your weak ass knees. A fact Come eruption. Welcome to the Dirty Tackle Podcast. I am Brooks Peck, editor of DirtyTackle.net and Howler Magazine's WhatAHowler.com, and I am here with my two co-hosts who have both been accused of cheating by Tony Poulos, Mr. Ryan Bailey, and Mr. Theo Be- Theo-, Theo Bessie. Theo Messi. What? You're not Bessie, Theo you're Messi. Yo, uh, relax. You can't he- even get the name right. Theo Bessie is your Italian cousin. Um, mm. Grabs you by the back of the neck. But Ryan, how are you? What are you wearing? What's going on? Uh, I'm very well indeed today, Brooks. Thank you for asking. Today I'm wearing two uh, garments on my upper uh, upper <laughs> body. As you can see, I'm wearing my supportive brace, which I got mocked for a lot on the show last week. Sports bra. I just want good posture. I just want good posture. Is that so much to ask? That's all I'm wearing that for. And uh, that is on top of an orange shirt. He's now rubbing his nipples, it looks like. Yeah, I am rubbing my nipples with glee. It's an orange shirt in support of my favorite LaCroix water flavor, which is tangerine now. Jeez Louise. And this this is soccer related because Yahoo Sports' Leander Shekelens has come at me hot for this. So I'm standing my ground. LaCroix, he, he thinks all LaCroix waters taste the same and he's an insane person. So uh, I just wanted to back tangerine. So I'm wearing a tangerine shirt. Wow. Okay. I'm a petty man. I'm a petty it, man, bro. Is it a Blackpool support too or just, just the uh, flavored water? Uh, Blackpool beat my team AFC Wimbledon two weeks ago, so I'm near supporting them. <laughs> so no. So that's a no. All right. Yeah. Theo, how are you? What are you wearing? What's going on? What's up, Brooks? What's up, Brooks Deck? Brooks Deck. <laughs> that's what you get. Oh, because I messed up your last name, you messed up mine. Yeah, that's... now we're even, an eye for an eye. Okay. And now with your one eye, you could probably see that I'm wearing the brand new Dirty Tackle t-shirt. <laughs> Woo! Oh, looking hot. New logo. You Beautiful. Uh, great performance wear for doing things like podcasting and whatever people do when they listen to podcasts, which is like sitting down probably like we are. I drink LaCroix water. That will improve your posture without the backpack. Just the shirt itself uh, will make it set up straighter. It'll make you stand taller and yeah, feel prouder exactly. in yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll claim that. We'll claim mm-hmm. that. Um, you can have yours for just an easy $10 contribution at patreon.com slash dirty tackle. Get your back straight. Get oh, we're doing Patreon plugs already? This is this is early. T-shirt cannon. Do it. Theo, coming in hot. Going strong. I like it. Meanwhile, I am also wearing a, a new T-shirt I have. It says, uh, I got the new FIFA 18 early, and I'm very special. Except it says it in black ink on a black shirt, so it's not too asshole-ish. It's a very subtle flex. Oh, that's why it just looks like a plain shirt. Yeah, that's why it looks like you didn't bother wear a shirt today. It's, it's very subtle. Yeah, right, right, right. I know what it says, and that's all that matters. As I play the the new game, he's like, if you roll up with your black light, then I could stun on you with this yeah. invisible ink T-shirt. <laughs> exactly. I am wearing my tangerine shirt today, as uh, for my love of Lacroix waters. We'll we'll get onto Lacroix waters uh, later in the show because I'm sure we want them as a sponsor at some point. If they have money, <laughs> yes. I was going to wear my Manchester City shirt today i was gonna wear my man city shirt out of uh spite at shakhtar donetsk oh why why so spiteful why would you spite shakhtar well man city played shakhtar earlier in the week and a few days before they played shakhtar i was at tgi fridays (laughs) as you always are not at Chili's? (laughs) Of course. I I love chain restaurants. We know that. I love the choir water and chain restaurants. I was at TGI Fridays. Uh, The waitress was Ukrainian. Had a little chat about Ukraine. She was from Donetsk, it turns out. I was expanding all my Ukrainian Premier League knowledge. Oh, they play in Kharkiv now, don't they? Oh, Metalist Kharkiv have gone bust. I was like, yeah, she must be so impressed. She must be amazed by me. Had this nice rapport going on. (laughs) Meanwhile, your wife's like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. When it came to the time for the check, we put cash in the check and she tried to stiff us. She tried to say we only gave us half as much as she did. So I hate Donetsk and all people who come from it now. <laughs> that is interesting. the most bizarre roundabout anecdote I have ever heard in my life. Yeah, that's also an aggressive move on the waitress's part. Just like thinking you would miscount the cash and be an idiot. <laughs> it's ballsy, 
My wife and I both independently counted the cash of one another, yet she came back and tried to claim. It was in a tourist location, so I think she might try that trick. She's like, if Donetsk is going to beat Man City, we just need to take risks like this, and (laughs) this is what I'm going to do. I was like, listen, darling, I don't care if your home is war-torn right now. I gave you the correct amount and a decent tip, and you've just tried to stiff me. (laughs) And you live in Raleigh, North Carolina, so get on with it. (laughs) Speaking of Ryan's shortcomings, both cash and otherwise, in the Dirty Tackle Fantasy League this week... He uh, he came up short again in our little... Uh, Not possible. So, okay, go on Taga, down the Taga app. We're doing our fantasy Premier League. Perfect 11. Yo, stop burying the lead. Yeah, <laughs> download it, join the league. The Lacazette train rolls on. You can find us on the uh, Featured Leagues page, Dirty Tackle. 28.5 points to one man. Find us there, join up. One legend. So in our little foursome... Arsene Wenger's best. Once again... I think two weeks in a row now, I have finished first in our little group. Uh, Tograt's broken. With 166 points, because I am just... Needs fixing. Amazing. I am burning it up. Ryan Bailey, number two, 20 points behind me. Wrong. Can't be true. Then El Bobo, producer Bobo, in third with 106. All these teams are Ryan. And rolling out... These teams have no fans. (laughs) Number four. Four out of four. The yep. Arsene Wenger fourth place. Yep. Theo Messi with his Lacazette, Lacazette only strategy. Rolling. You got the brace, but not much more than that. Yo, biggest top scorer uh, on Monday in, in Premier League yeah. fantasy. On, yeah, not on Monday. Every <laughs> single one of his players got two goals this weekend. That's yeah. impressive. <laughs> the rate of return is outstanding. Lacazette rolls on. Wenger, Wenger in forever. Um, this is a beautiful match made in heaven. We're improving every week, and I like All it. All right. You're, you're going nowhere fast, Theo. But the big winner this There's week. There's also a lot of fans. In group dirty tackle, a lot of people Stanford Lola, 196 points, finished first overall. She the big duo of Alvaro Morata and Cunaguero up front, leading her to victory. That's tasty. Congratulations, Stanford Lola. That was that was awesome. And shout out to that other girl that said she's developing a crush on Theo Messi's voice. That's all you're ever gonna get because I'm mysterious. Ooh. That has nothing to do with the fantasy league, but I don't know if she plays fantasy or not. But she clearly has a fantasy. <laughs> The dulcet tones of Theo Messi's Lacazette strategy. What a time to be alive. <laughs> Download the Taga app, join us next week, and uh, see if you can beat Theo's See if you can beat Theo's Lacazette strategy. I'm sure you can. Taga, 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 way. This one's for Taga app. Next up, we have our Dirty Tackles of the Week. Who deserved a Dirty Tackle this week? Let's, uh, let's start with Ryan again. Uh, my dirty tackle goes to the EFL, the English Football League. All the three divisions below the Premier League. They getting dirty tackled this week. Thank you very much. Good night. <laughs> that's it. <You're- laughs> yep. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No, that sounds good. Yeah. I don't, I don't need that's a reason. Great. Brooks, do you need a reason? I don't need a reason. Yeah, that's, that's fine with me. But for the listeners, let's give them a little something more. Yeah. You got one. All right. For the benefit of uh, uh, dragging this old podcast out for a few more minutes, I'll uh, give you a reason. But, but we all know they need a dirty tackle anyway. Uh, AFC Wimbledon played the Milton Keynes team last weekend. Uh, obviously, bitter. We can't call them rivals because we uh, Wimbledon don't recognise the Milton Keynes team as a viable entity. Obviously, a lot of bitterness between them going back in history. Wimbledon FC was relocated to Milton Keynes. A new Phoenix team was started up in Wimbledon. So wait, Ryan, let's recap here for a minute because I don't think you've ever talked about this before. Are you're a you're an MK Dons fan, right? You love I Milton don't know Keynes. That, I don't, <laughs> you are worse than a Donyx waitress. You are awful. You love Milton Keynes more than TGI Fridays. That's that's the gist of it, right? My chilies, though. <laughs> yeah, chilies, chilies still reigns supreme. All right. Ryan loves Wimbledon. We all know it. Continue. Yep. So uh, Wimbledon, the last few times the Milton Keynes team have visited, they don't put their name on the scoreboard and they don't put their name in the program. They don't show their crest on the website. Don't Damn. refer to them in any way. That's as to not dope. recognize them at all. And the EFL have issued a statement saying, basically, you can't do this. I'll read a bit of it. The failure to recognize mm. Milton Keynes team in the correct manner causes reputational issues for the EFL, as well as creating the potential for unrest among Milton Keynes supporters and as such is of concern for the EFL. Well, it's of concern for everybody else that you let them exist, the EFL. <laughs> I don't really think you've got a case to stand on here. The, uh, they have issued a fine to Wimbledon before. The fans uh, stumped up and paid the fine. I will happily do the same this time around. Never going to recognize them. EFL, stay in your lane. Do not be asking us to uh, address the Milton Keynes team as a uh, respected entity because they are not. Ryan Big Baller Bailey. 
Thank you very much. So wait, they think that seeing an abbreviated name, so on the scoreboard and stuff, they just put MK, right? They didn't put the full name. They no, put they put MK. nothing, right. it sounds like. Uh, oh, no, they put, M- they put MK, but they didn't put the name on the uh, program. Didn't put the name this on is the even MK. softer. Yeah. Make the dirty tackle even harder But on they, these they think just seeing their initial, just seeing the MK and not the full name is going to send the people of Milton Keynes, the suburbanites of Milton Keynes, into a tizzy, and they'll, like, revolt? What, what is the fear there? They think that's really going to set them off? Yeah, this this scoreboard that a maximum of 5,000 people can see in the stadium has caused huge reputational issues for the league, obviously. Yeah. And by the way, I've, I've seen many scoreboards in my time, and not all of them spell <laughs> the entire name of the team exactly. who's visiting. Yeah. It's kind of common to have an abbreviation of some sort, so the MK isn't yeah. so crazy. Pretty soft. Yeah, so uh, basically, uh, EFL, go fuck yourself. Thank you very much. I think we're going to stand with you on that one, Ryan. We're going to... Thank you. We're going to back he your... He looks so proud in his little backpack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to back your straightened straightened spine. <laughs> Just go yeah. a bit taller. I got your straight back. Anything you need. <laughs> I'm going to take a swig of tangerine liqueur and sit back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I wish, I wish you guys Damn. could see him wearing this device, swigging his Lacroix. Yo, this is this man is so luxurious in his tangerine Abercrombie boys yeah. medium T-shirt. We gotta start live casting this or something. This is Jeez. this is put crazy. us on TV. Come yeah, on, please. Let's get on Netflix or something. Theo, what is your dirty tackle of the week? I'm coming in studs up for the president of Juventus, Ooh. Andrea Agnelli, who's now been banned. For one calendar year from the entire game of football, he can't. He, he can't <laughs> yeah, play we have FIFA. To stop this is Sean. This is the man who looks incredibly like you. We should say but for people who are listening out there. <laughs> yeah. He looks like me. Yeah, he, <laughs> he looks, looks like, like Theo Messi. Person Theo Messi. If you have, if you guys out there ever want to no, know what uh, mythical Theo Messi looks like, look at uh, Agnelli, the uh, president. No, no, this is yeah. this is hearsay. You're decimating my female fan base. This is not fair. Yeah. He looks a lot He's more jealous. like Carlos Tevez. Theo Messi is... He's got a lot of spite in that backpack of his. Carlos Tevez is identical <laughs> twin. Yeah, imagine <laughs> Carlos Tevez's face on Agnelli's body. Now we're talking. <laughs> in a Dirty Tackle t-shirt. If the listeners out there have to change your shorts, just just give it a minute. You can put us on pause if you want. <laughs> anyway, despite all this brand decimation, the Theo Messi brand... All right, I'm going after Juve's president, Andre Agnelli, my evil twin. He's been banned for one calendar year for selling tickets to Juve Ultras that encourage them to scalp these tickets and then drive funds back into their organized crime in Turin. Probably not a good thing. This is also an accusation that the Juve Ultras have organized crime connections? Yeah, this is this is the big shock. No, it's Ooh. not. Everybody knows that. Um <laughs> I think, yeah, I don't know. It's like that time of the astrological calendar that a governing body has to at least appear to come for organized crime in Italian football. I don't know who rang the bell or, or who made the call, but this is something that happens every, you know, six or 12 months, I would say. Time for the, the annual crackdown on Juve? Yeah, yeah, or just the appeared crackdown. So yeah. the persecutor here is actually kind of pissed because he thought that Agnelli and a few others should have gotten way harsher fines, so they're going to take this back to a court. But I'm dirty tackling this, dude. I mean, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't just be in charge of, like, the best sporting team in your country and also the best crime family in your country. It's not really fair. <laughs> you can't just have a monopoly on these things, let some other people live, you know, keep the games competitive <laughs> on and off the field. Football should be a beacon of good, you know, let somebody else handle the crime. Are you, are you dirty tackling him for doing this or for getting caught? Uh, for actually doing it. Yeah, I don't think yeah. – I think he should be turning his attentions to uh, Juventus-style things that don't have to do with crime, like maybe charity work or developing good football players. The real sad story from this whole situation is the poor old European Club Association that we discussed a couple of weeks ago on this <laughs> exactly. podcast, of which Agnelli is the president. This, yeah, this also the president we of found out. We only just found out it exists, and now we found out his president has been banned. Such a shame. Yeah, so a few weeks ago, uh, he was saying in his capacity as the president of the European Club Association, which apparently exists, that he's petitioning to change the, the international calendar to just have two international breaks a year. So I guess that plan is going to have some serious uh, problems now. They're at least going to need to wait until next year. 
Yeah. Mm. Now the, the the one man uh, commission is. <laughs> He's got a game. big <laughs> international and domestic break coming up for about the next year. Yeah. So. Unless does does this whole thing mean that the U of E Ultras are now president of Juventus and they get to be president of the European Club Association as well? They just take his place. <laughs> I doubt that that would have any effect on European clubs, though, because again, I, the European Club Association. Where did that come from? Yeah, true. It's like when you take down the one drug kingpin, and then a thousand more pop up, and then things get worse, and, and there's you know fighting over territory and stuff. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, it's now. like this is this is football, not GTA Three. Uh, yeah. Leave your games on the couch. Yeah, what a mess. Yeah, Brooks, what about you? What do you got? Speaking of total messes, I'm going to dirty tackle the guy behind the Spurs Circle of Life video. So hopefully you have all seen this by now. We posted it on this website on dirtytackle.net so you can see it there if you haven't already. Bobo, spin some of that audio, bro. Oh, wow. From the day he arrived on the planet, his Tottenham life had begun. So, some Spurs fan, I apparently a Spurs fan, made this video to the tune of uh, the song from The Lion King, Circle of Life. But it's all about Spurs, and it depicts this man in a face paint uh, carrying around a, a baby doll, a plastic doll, making out with children. It's a total mess. It's horrific and nightmarish. And it seemed like the club has some kind of influence on it because they filmed it at White Hart Lane and they had access to the dressing rooms and they were all over the place. So they had to have some say in it. Uh, maybe they, this was done for the club and it, when they saw the initial reaction it got shut down because the guy took it offline as soon as it started getting made fun of <laughs> all over the internet. Yeah, but you can't it, take stuff offline though. Yeah, it lives forever. It's going to live no, on. No. It's a mess. It's a total shit show and I don't even know where to begin with this thing but it deserves a dirty tackle. I suspect that the guy who made it is a member of the Tunnel Club, the future Tunnel Club at the new White Hart Lane, so they just let him do whatever he wants because he pays him so much money. The Funnel Club. The Make Funnel of Club. (laughs) Is this not the song that starts... Arsene Wenger. So why is well? No, they changed it to Victor <laughs> Wanyama. Like they put all the players' names into the chanting part, and it's just yeah. awful. It's so awful. And the people are creepy, and they all have face paint, and there's dolls, and there's children, and just it's... go see the Lion King on Broadway. Like, why you got to do this? Exactly. Yeah. This is. I really hope Elton John sues the crap out of them because this is an abomination. Mm. And that's why they deserve a Dirty Tackle of the Week. Boom. Yeah, just case closed. No arguments. <laughs> no arguments at all. That's just... Yeah. we are all going to take another swig of delicious tangerine liqueur. Guys, we're a team here. We're a team. We're three Dirty Tackling bandits out to <laughs> raise the good in football. <laughs> we pick our targets and we attack swiftly. We leave no room for mistakes. Yeah, so with 30 Tackles of the Week out of the way, with that agreement, all case closed, all done, let's get to our first commercial for a new a new movie theater that's just popped up. Yeah, you guys like the movies, right? Who doesn't? Well, who doesn't, We know Theo? one man who definitely doesn't. Well, two, actually. Theo Messi and one other who we might hear from right now. Hi, I'm Ballon d'Or winner and insomnia prevention device Michael Owen and I hate films but you should know this already because I've said it many times and you should have been paying attention. The movie industry is struggling these days because more and more people are finally realising how awful films are so the studio bigwigs rang me up and said hey Michael 
we're going to give you unlimited money to make a movie theatre the way you like in your hometown of Cheshire so we can try and get more people who hate films like you to come and watch our abysmal product. So now I'm happy to announce the grand opening of the hashtag hate films theater. The marquee is perfectly reflective of all the films I've ever seen, currently including and very limited to Rocky, Heat, Ghost, Jurassic Park, Cool Runnings, Sea Biscuit, Karate Kid, and Forrest Gump. But wait, there's actually more. When I said there were only eight films, that was a prank because Michael Owen is the prank king of Cheshire. Ha ha. That's a thing people actually call me and not just because I ask them to every time I see them. Anyway, I've finally seen five additional films to bring the amount of movies to 13 at the hashtag hate film cinema. I'm now providing additional expensive self-loathing opportunities in the forms of Creed and four of the other Rocky sequels. I can't remember which ones they are because they are all a dog's dinner compared to Rocky 4, but you get the idea. Just like the other motion picture prisons out there, you can also blow a few extra quid on snacks and drinks like cheese, lobster, and milk from the animal of your choice. I recommend the llama milk. It's weird but surprisingly good. Plus there's a water fountain outside around the back door next to the car park. So come visit us at the hashtag HateFilmCinema. We are assured to have less than a bang average time every time. God damn, that's good. <laughs> that llama milk. Mm. Like Michael Owen's new movie theater, the Dirty Tackle podcast lives and dies with your support. So help fuel us forward by contributing at patreon.com slash dirty tackle. There you can get access to DT Extra Time. The special bonus DT segment gang, gang, that gang, is gang, gang. only available there. A DT t-shirt like the one that Theo's wearing right now on the show. Ooh. Again, swag, swag, that's patreon.com slash dirty tackle. And if you do contribute, we will love you forever. Or at least as long as you maintain your contribution. Yes. But if you're like us and money is tight, there are other ways you can help support the show that are just as valuable. For example, tell your friends to listen. That's an easy one. Durr. Also, rate and review the show on iTunes. That helps more people discover it and shows Apple that we are a force to be reckoned with. Smash some buttons. Make a video out of your favorite DT bit. Stitch a Theo Messi quote on a pillow. Get creative, but every little bit helps. Yeah, do it yourself. And just yeah. tell your friends. We love you very much. Do you not have friends? Are we your only friends? Just tell your friends. Jeez, yeah, get a friend first. Make some friends to tell yeah, them yeah. about the show. This is all good things. And also, please do continue to contribute. I do need to be kept in Tangerine Lacroix water. <laughs> Last month, I had to buy the Aldi own brand fizzy water. Ugh, it wasn't a good worst. one. Oh. Yeah. Ryan, are you sure you're not from Milton Keynes? Plus, his backpack posture device is just a, uh, a <laughs> rental. So make sure we keep those payments up so we can keep that back straight. That's right. I'm leasing <laughs> yeah. this thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's, he's got to keep it filled with uh, those duck fajitas. Those things aren't cheap. That's what keeps his Ooh. back straight. <laughs> duck fajitas in the quad. Mm, mm. <laughs> Llama milk. Mm. Llama milk. All right, let's move this. Let's move this thing along. What's What's next, Ryan? What do we got next? Uh, only the greatest segment that this podcast has ever seen. Little old segment I like to call True Oh Yeah. True Oh Yeah. True Oh Yeah. True Oh Yeah. The you. rules of this segment are very simple. I'm going to read out some statements. Some of them are true. Some of them are false. You are going to identify which is which. Brooks and Theo, are you ready? See. Fuck yeah, Gumby. I hear the true are you siren going off in the background. That means <laughs> I am uh, all clear to start. First one for you. Drew Brees has had custom Arsenal shirts made for him and his Norlins Saints colleagues. Drew Brees. True or false? Who or what is a Drew Brees? Um, it's like a a really light wind, but it's just a Drew Breeze, gentle. Drew Breeze, aren't they available at uh, Willy Wonka's factory? The Drew Breeze tastes like Drew Breeze. That's right. Yeah. Follow up question: Do they make Arsenal shirts big enough for offensive linemen? Well, herein lies the nub of the question, Theo. Because do you believe they just bought? Did they, the did they just buy their own... Um, you got to rub that nub, Theo. Did they just buy their own shirts off the rack? Or I'm did they have them custom made because they're massive NFL players? That's the question. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to say not for the entire team. I would imagine that on a modern-day NFL roster, there are 
Lots of players supporting lots of international football clubs, domestic football clubs. I think it'd be a dumb gift from Drew Brees to do that. False. Okay. I also say it's false because if an NFL player tried to put on an Arsenal shirt, one of those tight Puma shirts, it would kill them instantly. Well, this is the thing. It, I have no evidence that it's true, but it has to be true. What? Because, what? Um, what well, kind of evidence? If you, Ryan, if you, you look, I've got... What are you doing? Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Oh look, on the Drop the law and order. look on dun, the Instagrams. Dun. Look at Drew Brees' Instagram. There is a picture of him and his teammates on Monday when they landed in London. They came straight from dicking all over the Panthers on Sunday. They flew to hey. London. And um, they all, a few of them, including Brees himself, are decked out in Arsenal shirts. And they are the new shirt. And they are really baggy. And these are what? not slimline gentlemen. They must. They, they, I'm, How is that I'm convinced that Arsenal do not Yo. make shirts in the sizes they're wearing. Yo, Puma, Arsenal, you got to open this up to the rest of people. You know, there's a lot of big people out there that want your shirts. Come on, don't be stingy. They've had a custom cut here, or they're wearing like the Arsenal tent that they sell in the club shop or something. <laughs> That's the only explanation I've got for it. Yeah, I remember. So the, I think it's true. Th- there was a picture years ago of Andre Arshavin dressed as a Boy Scout sitting outside of an Arsenal <laughs> tent. So maybe yeah. they're wearing that. And you got that Maybe same so. picture framed and put above your bed, didn't I you? I do. Yeah, I blow it up poster size, and it hangs over my bed proudly. I love it. Andre Beautiful Arshavin, nice. we miss you. Bring back your question and answer on your website. We miss that. Hey, Berbatov's back. Maybe Arshavin's coming back. Fingers crossed. We can only hope. Hmm. Well, uh, anyway, Drew Brees and co, they flew to London because they're playing uh, one of the Wembley money spinners uh, at the weekend. And they watched Arsenal win 2-0 thanks to Theo's favorite fantasy player. <laughs> Let us move on to the next Lock one. Train. Choo-choo. You might have heard about Paris Saint-Germain and the little uh, spat between Edinson Cavani and Neymar. Win. Well, the reason <laughs> that they hate each other is because... Cavani spoiled Game of Thrones for Neymar. Is that true? Or false? <laughs> false. He gave him a spoiler. I, I say true. So in the dressing room after that spat on the pitch, one of the reports was that Cavani said something to the effect of, like, you're not as good as Messi. You'll never be as good as Messi. I think Ooh. he I think he got so heated that he also threw in a Game of Thrones spoiler, too. Like, he just was letting it fly, just no holes barred. And I think that actually happened. Yeah. True. Voice of reason, Theo Messi, always on his grizzined. I'm going to say false. Pro athletes are very much up on their Game of Thrones. It's because they can't go out and get drunk all the time like the rest of us. Neymar and Cavani definitely watched it, maybe even together in the dressing room. Tell that to Wayne Rooney. Well, uh, congratulations, True. Theo. You get 1,200 <laughs> points for that correct answer. Oh. It's 1,200 uh, points per answer, by the way, in this game. I don't know if you realize that. Um, 2,400 uh, nothing. Brooks, you were correct, though, because there was the alleged uh, joke that Cavani said at Neymar saying something along the lines of, and who do you think you are? Do you think you're Messi? And that just made me think he's probably walked in and went, you know nothing, Neymar. <laughs> so that was what got me onto the uh, onto the old GOT. Right there. So it was false. Theo wins the round. Theo is ahead by one to nothing. I'm keeping score this week, guys. Keeping score. Good thing there's 100 bucks on this game. Uh, next one for you. Antonio Conte manages Chelsea. He hates Nando's. Is that true or false? False. Uh, Antonio well, you Conte, know the first part's true. Antonio Conte loves everything good, so he loves Nando's. Uh, yeah. That, Impossible. Yeah. It's an impossibility. I saw Antonio Conte and ASAP Ferg at Nando's last week. They were chopping <laughs> it up, talking tactics, eating some Nando's. It was wild. It is false indeed because it's not possible to hate Nando's. I don't think that's like a physical like possibility in the realm of human experience. But um, <laughs> he must hate it a little bit because he wants to move away from England. There's this story that came out last week saying no. that uh, Conte told an Italian false. radio station saying that he... What? What? False. He said he's staying forever. He loves Chelsea. He's never leaving. <laughs> he's going to win trophies he forever. He said in Italian... He said in Italian, while someone was grabbing the back of his neck, I miss Italy and I'll be home before long. So he's saying he's basically not going to be in England forever. Therefore, we can extend it. He doesn't love Nando's as much as most people because he wants to leave. Smart man. He was in a Nando's when he was getting interviewed and he said that. He's just trying to get out in front of the story because you know the wrath of Roman is is always around the corner. Very true. He finally got rid of Diego Costa. He's staying forever. We're doing well in the game so far. I've got another Chelsea-themed one for you. Chelsea Football Club, PLC, have made around £400 million from selling players in the past three years. Is that true or false? £400 million from selling players. True or false? Past three years, that one. Uh, don't get your calculators out. Don't want you to work this out manually. <laughs> 
Hey, just give me 25 minutes. I'll be right back. <laughs> uh, I say false. It's closer to 500 million. I say false as well because when you are able to flip 300 plus loan signings into full agreements, that generally works out to upwards of 400 million over three years. Well, it is indeed false. And Brooks, once again, to quote Nicki Minaj, you see right through me. How do y'all do like that? Yeah, it's completely false. Uh, I watch a lot it of, is, in fact, closer to 500 million. I watch pounds, a lot of prices uh, right. Don't mess with my uh, estimations. I know my prices. Is that actually a Nicki Minaj song? It sounded like a Shania Twain song. <laughs> yeah, she's got a song on her first album called something like Right Through Me or something like that. I sang it for you. Pitch perfect. I can't believe you didn't get it. Um, I'll turn my Shazam on next time. Since the summer of 2014, 20 players sold. Only three of those players they made a loss on. That is good, good business, whichever way you look at it, ladies. Well, they have lost a lot of talent doing that, though. I mean, I wouldn't mind having Lukaku and De Bruyne and... The likes. It's nothing more talented than greenbacks. Money. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Who needs talent when you got money? Money, money, money. Yeah. I think Andre Villas-Boas sang that one. Who needs talent when you've got money? <laughs> Andre Villas-Boas. Indeed, indeed, Sean indeed. Connery's made money favorite on John Obi Mikel. Amazing stuff. Anyway, uh, next one Don't for talk you. Talent Wayne on John Rooney. Obi. Not letting you get out of that one. You may have noticed that Everton recently have had Angry Birds on their shoulders. Wayne Rooney is going to get his own Angry Birds-themed character. True or false? Ah, uh, should be true. Um, don't think they're doing that with the volatile state of the Wayne Rooney brand. <laughs> Given his Mini Coop drunk driving it was adultery a escapades. It was a Volkswagen Beetle. Ah, uh, sorry. Volkswagen Beetle drunk driving uh, adultery escapades. <laughs> Um, but I, I hope they do, and I'll, I'll download the game and the attachment just for that, for sure. Okay. Brooks? I, I also say false. I think uh, anybody but Wayne Rooney. Uh, as unphotogenic as Wayne Rooney would be in a game, apparently it is true. And I know it's true because it was on Who Ate All the Pies, the source of truth, uh, the only bigger source of truth than <laughs> tribal football on the internet. There we go. Yep. Did, did, did Carlos Volcano write that story? Yo, shout out my guy Carlos Volcano. So we found out that Carlos Volcano is a writer on Tribal Football, the world's greatest football yeah. rumors site. I actually did a bit of digging to try and find if, if there was any other uh, uh, evidence of Carlos Volcano on the internet. There's not. No. Nah, There's no that's because he's like Theo Messi. We, we in a bunker cooking up transformative <laughs> soup together with my boys at Tribal Football. You already know. <laughs> That's a good All true right, argument. One last true argument. Is for Carlos you guys. Volcano one last real? True <laughs> Carlos Volcano is as real as Theo Messi, so not very real at all. <laughs> AKA How dare the realist. You insult the volcano bloodline. Very insulting. <laughs> one more for you. Like we'll get him on the show you, when the gents. next window opens. Gonna go to League R for the final one here. Gonna go to Bordeaux. Oh, na, 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 na. Uh, they have a Brazilian winger called Malcolm. A French journalist was recently... Does he play in the middle? I know you said he's a a winger. Sorry, take it back. (laughs) A French journalist was recently tricked... Well, Theo, you're on the right lines there because a French journalist was recently tricked by a spook report that uh, Bordeaux had signed his uh, Malcolm's younger brother, Dewey. (laughs) Is that true or false? Do they have last names or classic Brazilian one-name situation? Yes, no, maybe, I don't know. Can yeah, so, you repeat so, the question? I, no, 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 don't worry about it. I'm going to say false based on that reaction. Um, yeah, I think Theo. Dewey and Malcolm are great names, though. Really good names. Mm. Theo spoiled Especially the when they're by themselves. Just Dewey on the back of a shirt. Sign me up. Yeah. Uh, Brooks, Brooksy, how do you feel about this one? I think, I think Theo gave it away. It's false. I gave it away because I'm charitable and I like to give these little pearls of knowledge to the people. A little Brian Cranston for life. There you go. Uh, well, this is true. This is genu- what? a genuine Wait, thing that seriously? happened. A French journalist was tricked by a spoof report that Bordeaux had signed the younger brother of Brazilian Yo. winger Malcolm and he was named <clears throat> Dewey. Of course, nah. it was a trick because it's from the TV show Malcolm in the Middle and it shows that French journalists sometimes aren't very good at their job. That's the moral <laughs> of the story. Wow. Uh, I'm blaming the lack of points on a confusing-ass question. Do they have Malcolm in the Middle in France, though? Does that show exist in France? Yes, yeah, called Malcolm Dons Le Middle. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. It's better than the original. Yeah? Yeah. Really? Wow. Okay. All right. Well, 
It's, it's Trayvon. You fooled me. <laughs> Sacre bleu. <laughs> oh, things are falling over. Theo, Theo knocked over his lacroix. I just yeah. slapped my lacroix. Don't waste le bleu, mon dieu. <laughs> okay, that's the end of Truaya. I think it's time for another word from our sponsor. Can't wait. Oh, oh, geez. Make sure he guzzles some la Croix first. <laughs> yes, Michael yes. Owen definitely doesn't drink la Croix. I'll tell you that. He's on his llama milk, yeah. I'm on that good drinking llama milk. <laughs> Hi again, Michael Owen here from the hashtag hate film cinema. The film studio people rang again and they're making me read these reviews of the films at my theatre to try and get people to come and see them. So I'll give you these recaps of all the movies showing at the hashtag hate film cinema in case you want to be a sad sack of shit and watch one of them instead of doing something enjoyable like watching a tiny person ride an expensive horse really fast. Alright, here we go. Rocky Four. It's my favourite film, which isn't saying very much. Rocky 1. Rubbish. Jurassic Park. I thought Jurassic Park was quite good, actually, but I had to watch it twice, and now I hate it. Heat. Wasn't great. Ghost. It was alright. Can't really remember what happened. Cool Runnings. You'll be in hell, having to pretend to like it. Creed. It was alright. I prefer a good documentary, though, to be honest. So that's it. I'm Michael Owen. Come to my hashtag hate film cinema. But I'd prefer if you didn't because I really want them to stop making films altogether. And if I have to watch another one like Heat, I'll stab my eyes out with my BBC Sports Personality of the Year award. Bye. Did he actually win BBC Sports Personality of the Year? He did. He really did. Oh, my God. Stellar personality. Yeah. That is perfect. <laughs> and the great thing is that the actual trophy is a little camera. It's a little uh, movie camera, TV camera. So it all ties That's in. That's right. Yeah, ni- nice and pointy for taking your eye out with Exactly, yeah. It's the life ref. Cue the music. All right, good shit. It's the life ref. He refs your life up. So you better watch out. It's gonna officiate your life. Because you don't play by the rules, but you should. Life, reffing it up. We're gonna life. Life is the name of the game. And I wanna ref this life with you. We're singing different songs. 8675 Life Ref. <laughs> it's so many different songs. Is that not how it works? Um... Brooks, do you want to introduce our first life referee topic focused on the recently crippled Usmani Dembele? R.I.P. Uh, I think Ryan should do this one because it's from one of his favorite sources. Uh, All right, I'll take that take again a, then. It's a Carlos Volcano special, so let's... Uh, okay, yep. It's not a Carlos Volcano special. Don't well, ever put this on his as, name. <laughs> might he as well speaks be. facts. <laughs> he only speaks in transfer rumor facts. It's a volcano of honesty. Don't get in the way. Run your ass over. A volcano of honesty. I love it. <laughs> Tectonic plates of transfer activity shifting below your weak ass knees. A fact Come eruption. <laughs> All over the people of Pompeii. Sorry, Ron. I got super into Carlos Volcano for a second. <laughs> All right. We'll start it again. We'll start it again. All right. It's the life ref. Bunch of sing-songy shit. Ryan, uh, would you like to introduce our first life referee topic centered around recently crippled Usmani Dembele and some t-shirts that are not as cool as the Dirty Tackle t-shirts? Absolutely. You cannot get these t-shirts I'm about to talk about on a patreon.com slash Dirty Tackle donation. And you shouldn't. And you wouldn't want them anyway. You definitely shouldn't. As we all know, Barcelona are struggling massively this season. They've only won every single game so far. Ibar, they beat 6-1 last week. And uh, this came after Usman Dembele went out injured. I think he's out for a few months now. It's going to, you know, what a shame they spent all that money on him and he's uh, he's out uh, injured. But they did that thing which has become a bit of a recent phenomenon in the beautiful game. We saw it with Ilkay Gundogan at Man City. We've seen it at other clubs as well. They wore a T-shirt that said, Courage Usman. It's like this highly paid professional soccer player 
needs all the courage in the world to sit around and play Xbox until the day he can kick a ball again. So <laughs> what do we think about this? Uh, I, I'm giving a big old red card to Barcelona for wearing these shirts because it just belittles when there is a genuine cause to wear a T-shirt, in my opinion. I agree. Straight red card, and I'm sending this up to you know the people upstairs who handle lifetime football bans. Uh, I'd like to ban <laughs> these for life. Uh, yeah, as Ryan said, it's stupid. It's, it's overreactionary when there's actual courage needed in other places in the world, not for you know one player getting back in the strongest La Liga side. Um, yeah, and and I've, I saw the shirts; they're just they're shit. They're absolute <laughs> garbage. Yeah, they're just not even good shirts. Totally terrible like, material. They just went to the, yeah. Design was rushed over. Uh, you're way, yeah. you're way better off getting a dirty tackle T-shirt yeah. for sure. Much higher quality. The only way these T-shirts could be worse is if the font was Comic Sans. That's about <laughs> it. Yeah, that's also a red for me, dog. I mean. <laughs> was it was it Ilkay Gundogan in Man City who when he got injured they had yes, they did the same thing right. and then he tweeted like yep. guys I'm still alive like <laughs> I'm still here yeah. <laughs> yeah. so also uh, Dembele is like the new guy it's like you don't even know this kid yet exactly like, they've known yeah. him for a week he's 19 he rolled in he's probably not talking to anyone you barely yeah. saw him play he's still sitting by himself in lunch they don't you know stop have being a table so dramatic yeah yeah he's doing this Steven Glansberg he's all lonely and shit now he's injured <laughs> just leave him alone he'll be back. Uh, I mean, it's, yeah. With all that's going on in the world right now, you don't need t-shirts for a guy, a 19-year-old that hurt his whatever for a few months. It's, it's pinky, I think it was. It's pinky, yeah. Yeah. He's out with a serious pinky uh, injury, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's... That's the, the cruciate ligament in his pinky. That's the gone. rare red card hat trick from the Dirty Tackle crew, so that's that's impressive. Yeah, we're on, yeah. We're on song today, folks. Yeah. Better watch the fuck out. <laughs> all right, what's next? What do we got next here? Okay, second life referee case. Uh, Paul Pogba shaves a flame emoji and then just uh, pure flame on the other side uh, into his head for an his actual team's Champions fire League. flame, a pure flame. Yes. Yeah. His hair yeah, was on pure fire. Flame. Not not the emojied version, just yeah. like a just literal fire. representation of a flame. <laughs> uh, ahead of his team's Champions League game with CSKA Moscow, uh, I thought it looked good. I don't really see the problem with this, but do, do you guys have a hot take on? Paul's hair, hey. Uh, for me, it's a yellow card. I don't mind that he does funny things with his hair, and I don't mind that he's basically a walking marketer's dream who it doesn't actually matter whether he plays football or not. It's just he's there what? to make hashtags and things. He's just a brand. He's having he's a good brand, season, though. He? He's, he's contributing. He's helping the team. He's All right. a big well, part of the success. He does this big old move with his hairstyle when he's not even playing. Mr. I what hate fun Ryan playing twenty four seven, not so getting haircuts. Ryan has his thumbs in the straps of his back brace thing, pontificating like a southern. That's when like, you know he's about to get super uppity. I may not be a hot shot city lawyer, <laughs> but I can tell you, <laughs> Pastor Ryan, I hate fun man himself, with the yellow card <laughs> on the uh, on the hairstyle. There's nothing wrong with this. He has cool hair. He's doing something unique and creative. Why not? We need more yeah. of that. I don't even know why this is on the docket. Yeah. Well, because of Ryan, that's yellow why. Because Stiffy McStiffison's giving him a yellow because I just feel like... if I you bet he fair, is. fair enough. If you're like, like uh, you know, a really... I suppose he is a good player, but if you're like really lighting <laughs> Catch up... Catch me here waiting for this playing, asinine point. He's, he's just injured. <laughs> he's not even playing and he's doing all this stunting stuff. I don't know. I don't like it. Ryan, jeez. Yep, I got no time for that. Moving on. So you, uh, he hates goal celebrations. He hates uh, interesting hairstyles. He hates players who are actually very good and want to be creative. Well, if, if and next week love... we will cover Ryan's people to kill list that he's been making for the past <laughs> ten years. He's like uh, Steve yeah, Buscemi and Billy uh... Madison. He's a list of people who yeah, are too fun we'll, for their own good. He'll put his lipstick on, and we will take you through this wide ranging list of different internet soccer personalities. <laughs> yeah. Watch out, Ukrainian TGI Friday yeah. waiting stuff. <laughs> anyway, if you guys love emoji haircuts so much, why don't you both get them? Show some solidarity with Pogba here. Shave some emojis into your head. I suggest you both get the poop one. <laughs> uh, yeah, with a Patreon contribution of 100 bucks, I will go get that done. I, yo, I Maybe. will definitely get the cellular uh, bars emoji shaved into my head for $500. So, holler uh, at me. Th- Theo, did you just hear the offer there? I think if we both pitch in 50 bucks here, we can get Brooks to shave a poop into his head. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, there's, but there's a big I really want the cellular thing that. for 500 <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for our last Life Ref case, we're going back to Serie A, back to Italy. 
there's a big debate going on right now as to whether they should reduce the number of clubs in Serie A, so have a smaller league, basically. Carlos Tavecchio, the Italian FA president and Juve manager, Max Allegri, are both in favor of reducing the league to 18 clubs. It's at 20 right now, and they want to reduce it to 18. But uh, the Napoli manager, uh, Sarri, Maurizio Sarri, doesn't like that idea so much. He's not. He's sorry, not sorry. He wants to keep it at twenty, but so mm. twenty is actually a relatively new thing for Serie A. They just expanded to twenty in uh, two thousand four. They were at eighteen, and before that they were at sixteen um, back in the eighties. So they've been growing through the years, and now they're talking about contracting. What do you guys think of that? In an age of MLS expanding to twenty, thirty, maybe even thirty teams, do you see a top league contracting? What do you think of that? Uh, I can see the benefits of doing it. Obviously, it means four less games. So, you know, more rest in the winter break and, you know, probably better performing in Europe. I can see the benefits there. But the main benefit is that I don't think there's 20 good enough teams in Italy to be in La Liga. If you look at the table, there's three teams who don't have any points at the moment. So, you know, cut a few of them out. They should let some of those play each other and see what happens. Nothing will happen. They'll both lose. <laughs> well, so Sari's point is that he thinks that it would stifle the growth of the sport in Italy if you have fewer athletes playing at the top level. He thinks a, a better solution would be to streamline the international fixture program. Uh, this is according to Reuters. So, Well, that's what Agnelli wants, isn't it? What do those other two uh, smelly cats, uh, why do they want to make it less to 18? Um. That's a good question. Maybe for the reasons I just outlined. Yeah, why, but why we can't. Want to do it? Why, why would I assume that they're as smart as you, Ryan Bailey? Music oh. with the backpack. <laughs> That's a very strong assumption. You got a lot of books in there, and you've been reading reading up on uh, economic principles and Syria and all that shit. So I don't know. I'd like to know why they why they want to lessen it before I take sides. Well, I mean. The Bundesliga has 18 teams, and everybody thinks the Bundesliga is the greatest thing in the world, and they do everything right, so why not copy them? Well, that's the thing. I mean, if you think that there are not enough good teams in Serie A, this would be a quick way to to rectify that matter. You'd kind of concentrate the talent more. Yeah. Yeah. I I was probably being a bit facetious with that point, but I think the point more about it giving, you know, if they want to develop those top-tier players, then give them less games to play so they're less exhausted and they can get more out of them so what's your ruling on this ryan i think it's good that they should go down to 18 again it's in my head Serie A is still an 18 team league that's how it was when i was when i were a lad but you think so 18 not 16 even would you go extreme and go 16 oh 16 seems a bit crazy in these days where you're you know where we're going to having 70 teams in the world cup finals that seems a bit crazy because Na- make Napoli- it 10 napoli president aurelio de laurentis <laughs> wants 16 he said 16 even though his manager is against any contraction at all. And Aurelio De Laurentiis has never said anything. Yeah, he's before. a total yeah, nut job, right. yeah. <laughs> but still, he threw it out there. I think 18. 18? Is Theo- that, what does that mean my ruling is? Does that mean play on? Uh, no, that's, that's a good mean question. play on to the guys that are trying to make it 18, I guess? Yeah. Is what you're Don't saying? play on the extra two teams. You stop playing, but everyone else play on. <laughs> stop. Stop it right now. Uh, yeah, this for me is, yeah, this is like one of those play-ons where you're the ref and you see like two of the most petulant players on either team just squabbling about nothing and you just like kind of turn around and run away because you don't care. That's that's how I feel. So you think they're good at 20? You, you think you, you don't care? I think I literally don't do care and that my do. life refereeing abilities would be better placed on other focuses. I'm wow. literally turning my head and I'm jogging slowly away. So you just don't, don't care don't one care. way or another? Nope. You're going to wow. give it like a Mark Clattenburg scrunched up face look and just run away. At best. Yeah. You feel as strongly about this as Michael Owen does about movies. No, because he feels very strongly about them because he hashtag hates films. <laughs> I just don't <laughs> care about this issue, so I'm jogging away. Wow. Indifference. I guess I want to say yellow card here in the sense that I think eighteen. Uh, you know, reducing to 18 could work because... I agree that the bottom of of Serie A is always really really bad, and I think if they cut out two of those teams and maybe just have have one relegation spot, uh, that could create a stronger league. And I think 
they need to strengthen the league to grow it and to appeal to advertisers and TV and and make new fans. So I think that could have a a lot of benefits to it. So I guess that's a yellow card. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to put it in these terms, but yeah. I think that we should stop talking about Syria so that people keep listening. That's the end of regular time. Join us for extra time where we'll be discussing uh, how Jamie Carragher cannot cook for himself, the big John Stones, Gary Cahill social media mix-up, and teams that are too shit to exist. I think Ryan might throw in one from uh, Milton Keynes in that category. So hit up patreon.com slash tackle and support the show to get access to that. Also, check out the new issue of Power Magazine. Use the code MINOUNITED, M-I-N-O-U-N-I-T-E-D, all one word, at shop.howlermagazine.com, and you'll get 20% off a subscription. The big Mino special. Make deals like Mino. That's, that's a major Mino deal. Don't miss out on that. Seriously, that's amazing. Don't miss it. Thanks to producer Bobo Martino for being our Bobo. red-eyed renegade. Our red-eyed renegade Bobo Martino. And on social media, you can find us at Dirty Tackle on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. My Twitter handle is at BrooksDT. Ryan, what is yours? It is at Carlos underscore Volcano underscore. (laughs) (laughs) Two underscores. That's a lot of underscores. Mm. It signifies the tectonic plates of transfer activity (laughs) shifting below the surface. When the truth lava is going to spew out from Carlos Volcano. You should have... Transfer again, it is coming. It just ended, but it's coming back in January. <laughs> it should be like a, a, a backslash and a forward slash together to form a volcano, you know? Yeah, there you go. I, I threw in the underscore because it just reminded me of Jimmy Conrad when he first joined Twitter. His uh, his handle was JimmyConradcom underscore. It was fantastic. <laughs> Theo, what is your Twitter handle? My Twitter handle is at DT. Sound it out, you idiots. <laughs> and please send him <laughs> reminders to change up his fantasy team. I don't know. I've yeah, been rolling please. with the Lacazette train. And, I and feel it's like not working. We found each other. No, we found each other. <laughs> we found love in this hopeless place. And, like, we need each other. He's got Wenger doing fuck shit. I don't care about fantasy. We're a match made in heaven. We're going to oh. keep rolling. Lacazette train. Choo-choo. You need more players. You could have him. Just get some more. All right. So Stop telling me I need more players. So do. I don't let society dictate how many players I need. Get on extra time, and and we'll see you there. Maybe, hopefully. Get a get a cold glass of llama milk. Maybe slide a lobster shell down your throat, and get yeah. ready for extra time because <laughs> it's about to get sweaty. There'll be no number talk at all. I promise. Put on Rocky IV, and you're good to go. <laughs> all right. Adios, muchachos. Bye. Love you. Bye. See you on the other side. Lotus. Lotus. Lotus.